Hey everybody, it's uh, Rob on our Zoom, and I'm coming to you from the Bat Cave in Gotham. And we have from the Pat Cave, we have Pat. Hello. Zoom, and we have our own real Batman, Mike, joining us. Hi there. It's a pleasure to be back. It's been a while. Yes, it's always great. You are a regular. We know, like you're busy fighting crime, and crime's been big lately. So you're busy. Yes, in the Grease Ridge Mall, lots of crime. <laughs> Oh, what about that? But you probably wonder with all these intro, these intros, what we're going to talk about. And yes, we're going to talk about crocheting. No, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the Batman movie. And I want to say just at the beginning, we don't want to be hamstrung. If you haven't seen it yet, you've had a lot of time. Go see it. Watch like watch Lily's episode. Watch something. Watch some greatest hits of Mike and Cat, and come back after you've seen it because we might have some spoilers. And I just want to let you know, because I don't want us to have to say, oh, we have to hold our tongues. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'm prepared to spoil the shit out of it. Cool. Yeah. It's so been out for thoughts. a few weeks now. So. Whoever wants to start, start thoughts on it. Well, you start, Rob. You, yeah. You're the point I, man here. You know, I really liked it. And again, I think there's a word like detective comics. And I think for once, this was a detective story. And I also like, he's in year two, so he's going to make mistakes. He's just learning. And I do, have, I mean, they were, I like a lot of callbacks they had that you would know, like the, like the more Miller thing. There was like where Catwoman lives is from no man's land. There's all these, like, if you're a comics fan, I think you like those little touches. And the Riddler obviously was Zodiac in a lot of ways. Even that card did. That was a direct ripoff of a card the Zodiac sent to the cops. Yeah, oh, okay. no, I didn't even pick up on that aspect. Oh, yeah. yeah no, well, he was, like he was heavily Zodiac, the Zodiac, like, to tease the cops, and he sent the one card with, like, a, what was it, Pat, maybe? You know, it was, like, a skull or Halloween, and the thing the Riddler sends is that card sort of, like, with a skull on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had the uh, the crosshairs in the symbol were Zodiac. The ciphers were Zodiac, because he would send coded messages, and then he would send ciphers. Um, so it was, yeah, it, and and... Even the the survivors who had seen him, uh, he wore a hood, kind of, you know, very similar to the, the thing the Riddler wore. Um, and uh, was, was, yeah, so, yeah. I also, there was like a callback almost to Batman Begins, I think, just in the plot in terms of everybody wants to flood or blow up like Gotham, like in that way or Bane. Flood fetish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the yeah, first they wanted to like gas him with the fear gas and stuff in the first Batman Begins. I think did Bane want to blow the city up or nuke it? Or yeah, something? it was the microwave emitter thing that was going to turn the water into the fear stuff. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Begins. Yeah. yeah, and, and yeah. Rise of the Dark, Dark Knight Rises was they blew up all the bridges, so they bridges, yeah. cut, got them off from it was a no man's land thing, uh, and, a shitty version of no man's land. Yeah, and the uh, <laughs> and they did that on Gotham too. Um, uh, as well, um, the Gotham, and, and as this goes on, we freak. You know, I feel like we forgot about Gotham like the minute it was done. You know, <laughs> I didn't like that show. I thought that show was a mess. But See, that's my, just my, my one opinion. my one criticism of the show as a show, I liked it. I didn't like it in a way because it was Batman without Batman, where it's like, okay, all these goons are going around, all these thugs, the bad guys. Gee, you would never guess who Batman was by watching the show and what Bruce Well, Wayne that was. whole point of the show was 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 wasn't supposed to be about Batman. It was supposed to be the story originally, when they originally set up that show, it was supposed to be the story of Jim Gordon and how yeah. Jim Gordon came up in the ranks. And 
And I think the biggest mistake they made was introducing Batman villains right away with with the Riddler. But I mean, I I I loved the 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 guy they had plant or the Riddler. Well, they did the Riddler and the penguin and the penguin, the penguin more. And I really loved the actor playing the penguin. Um, who was once again they got a guy play the penguin who looks like Joker, but. You well, know, you know the you know the one rumor that went around was he was actually the Joker and he was going to turn into. There, there was yeah, there was yeah. all kinds of things, but but I also I do like the Joker in it, and I do like the origins of the Joker and I think they're pretty cool. I I think that there should be more Joker origin stories because I think there should be like I think there should be no set origin of the Joker. You know, I mean that people. Well, he would be somebody. Who just, up, but... I wouldn't trust him. I would think he no. would just lie to you about his origin. Well, that was that was a whole thing in Dark Knight. Was you want to know yeah. how I got these scars? And you yeah, know, probably from myself because I have issues or something. Yeah. But I also like the, the. I'm sure Mike. I think you were a big fan of it too. Uh, the comic book Gotham Central. And I, I think they were trying. Shockingly, I've never read Gotham Central. I know what it you is. You really like never... it. It's basically Gotham with the cops without Batman. But it's what you know. Rucker yeah. wrote it. It was very well done. And I think that's what they originally, the way you sound, Pat, I think that's originally what they aimed for. Yeah, it just, it just, the, the viewership wanted a Batman show. You know, that, that, and, and when, and in season two of Gotham, when it, when they just started going hog wild with the crazy tone and the villains and everything, people, they got better ratings. So they're like, okay, well, it wasn't supposed to be a Batman show, but you can't avoid it being a Batman show. So Bruce Wayne was in it more, you know, young Bruce Wayne was in it more and they were, you know, and they, and I, I guess the reason that the Velasca character or the Velasca brothers or whatever, there was some reason that they could, I, I've heard, I have no idea if this is true. There's some reason that they could not even name him Joker, even though he was obviously the proto Joker, you know, um, but anyway. Okay, for the Batman, the one question <laughs> I'll ask both of you is going into it, seeing the previews, was it what you expected or did you think, was it something really different? Me personally, Universe. I thought it was what I expected. It was, well, you're Batman, you can't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I liked it a lot. It was my second favorite Batman movie behind probably uh, Phantasm which is kind of an odd thing to say, but Phantasm's no, always it's been not. Hey, there's a Kevin Conroy who voices him in that. Yeah, yeah. Voices in, old Bruce a lot Wayne. of people think he was perfect. Perfect yeah. voice, yeah. He's yeah, really he's ugly looking guy. Perfect. Was Mark Hamill in that one or not? He's an older guy. They yeah. actually, actually, I think on, uh, on what was uh, the uh, Elseworlds or whatever thing they did on uh, the Arrowverse, they actually had him playing an old Bruce Wayne Yes, terrible. They like <laughs> Bruce Wayne, who was all bitter and evil, you know, which I thought was it was kind of cool, but you know, yeah, I would count the animated films though; they're a form. Oh yeah, and I know. Now I admit it was I have released not in seen theaters. It. Yeah, I have not seen it. Like a week. Uh, how was the Batman yeah. Lego movie? I've because I admit I, I haven't seen it. That's a shit oh, show, but it's fun. It's not, I wouldn't <laughs> consider it like top tier <laughs> Batman. But no, but there's fun. a lot more. There's a lot more. I, the, I there were a lot more inside Batman inside jokes in that movie than I expected. You yes. know, I expected it more just to be you know just silly on the surface. But they did try to plug as much like here's some goofy Batman lore, making fun of stuff, which is you know. But well, I admit I didn't like it. Had I not known Colin Farrell was the Penguin, I never would have recognized him. Oh no way! That was and now for anybody out there. He's not the dude. 
Burgess Meredith waddling around shooting umbrellas, even though there's the one thing where they tie his legs so he sort of waddles and like, <laughs> yeah. But this is like the new penguin where he's like the nightclub owner gangster type. Yeah. That's actually yeah, one of the rare times I was actually interested by the penguin. Penguin's always been kind of just there for me. I don't not like him, but I don't love him either. He's just kind of like a background. He might have been best guy. actually in he Gotham, was I silly. think. He was a silly you know, he was a silly yeah. silly character. I mean that was a thing. Like it was just like some Batman characters were crazy and but there were a lot of them that were silly. And mm-hmm. you know, you, you... but the Riddler's always sort of been looked at like as a third stringer, and I think that oh, was yeah, the no. thing Hush, where the Riddler you didn't think he was the master by because he's always sort of been looked at as a joke. And this one, like, this is more where yeah. And the Riddler, like historically, was never super violent. You know, he was always just oh, he would build traps and just try to mess with the Batman, and but um, I. I've always I've always thought that if you're going to do a modern Riddler, it would be like that. It would, you know, I, I always thought that that's how you, you you'd make it menacing is by by you know emulating the Zodiac Killer, which is you know it, which totally made totally made sense to me. But I I really liked it. I thought I and I definitely I did, it lived up to my expectations um, based on what I saw. I thought the trailers, you know, a lot of times trailers steer you the wrong way, but the trailers did not. The trailers basically said look this is the kind of batman this is going to be if this is not the kind of batman you want to see then you're probably not going to like it and i had some friends who were like they're waiting for it to come out on streaming because they're like i don't like super gritty batman so i get it so i I thought they were as advertised um and it it was my favorite batman movie that yeah the one trailer that got me probably of recent date was shang chi uh the way the movie went i had no idea that it would go that way which was cool, that, actually. That movie can go to hell and burn to all eternity. I'm, I'm just talking about the trailer. It's all my <laughs> your thoughts, I, your I thoughts on I, it. Though? I enjoyed it, but uh, I'm not like I don't know if you, I don't know if you were coming at it from it from a film standpoint or from it being, you know, Chung Chi Master of Kung Fu Kung Fu or not. I thought the movie was great for the first half, and then once that stupid ass uh, rotisserie chicken from Wegmans came out. It was <laughs> a that was it. I was done after that. Uh, but, you didn't like uh, uh, Trevor's little farting animal friend or whatever that was? No, no and then I thought it just took a deep dive into fantastical nonsense with dragons after that. Like the first half well, of that it, movie was, I mean, well, it would be okay. Usually dragons are good in the movie, but for this one, I'll agree. Yeah, it just, it was, it just felt like a total tonal shift and not like well, what a What about the Mandarin, yeah. though? The Mandarin was sort of funny. You know, ben in the beginning, he was fine, but then it became... You talking about the real Mandarin, or are you talking about Trevor Slattery? No, the real Mandarin. Oh, uh, the yeah, uh, I thought that was cool, but then he became kind of a goofy joke, and he teamed up with him at the end. So just yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's the only thing. The point I think, if you saw the trailer, you would never expect the goofy second half. There was no exactly. way that they were going to do the classic Mandarin character from the old Iron Man. No, no, he was, this is from the he was, he was literally Fu Manchu. He was literally like a descendant of Fu Manchu. Or, no, I it was Shang actually no, Shang Chi was Shang Chi. Yeah, who was his dad? Wasn't it? I think. Yes, was Fu Manchu, and that's, yeah, that's something that um, is, you know, unless somebody somehow reclaims it, uh, you know, in a in a in a non problematic way, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, it was it was, you know, based on. But thoughts on uh, thoughts on Patterson? How did you think he did? I was great. I 
yeah, I thought he was, I mean, he doesn't look like what you would traditionally think Batman should look like, but then like, I think in the context of the movie and in the context of what they were trying to do, I think it worked perfectly. I thought, and there's actually times when he looks like fantastic in the suit, but then there were other times I thought maybe he just kind of looks like a strung out heroin addict with a Batman costume on. But, <laughs> did, but overall, he looked good and I thought he Maybe you like with the eyes and everything like that too, yeah. like when he took the mask off. Kind of, I didn't yeah, have to. yeah, a little bit like that. I didn't have to get over, um, you know, seeing and remembering the family guy joke about it. He just, he looks like a foot, <laughs> but I'm just like, but I, and, you know, that aside, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, and I've always liked him in, in stuff that I've seen him in. I always thought he was a good actor. I, I you know, I, I think he, you know, came with a lot of baggage that wasn't really deserved. Um, no, and for me, like when you're and, young, if you get offered like a series like that, I would take the money. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he absolutely yeah, and that was a thing. Like you know, they they they, yeah, you know, it's Same it was with a big, it was a big opportunity. I like like Clouds of Silas Marie and a lot of her other things. Yeah, I would have taken the money. You know, <laughs> it. Yeah, and I think they are trans. I think they've been transitioning transitioning into other stuff very well from that. I, I don't think there's too many actors who have gone on from that series. Um who have done as, you know, transition as well as him, but they're, you know, some Mike, have uh, you seen the lighthouse? No, it's very, it seems very pretentious. I hate pretentious movies. Uh, it's, it's hard to, uh, it it has a pretentious sheen to it for sure, but it is really, really bananas. (laughs) It's, 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 uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't understand the, four by three aspect ratio thing I, I, you know it's just like you, there's there's ways to make your movie feel claustrophobic without literally jamming it into a box you know I, but but and and i didn't i certainly disagreed with the big mistake that pattinson made in getting actually drunk in the scenes where he was drunk because it made it, it was a mis- it made everything take longer. Willem Dafoe was pissed at him. Everyone was pissed at him, and he basically said, "Yeah, that was a rookie mistake. I shouldn't have done that." No, <laughs> I just, think in real yeah. life, if I had to share a lighthouse with Willem Dafoe, I'd be drunk too. <laughs> oh yeah, well, if Willem Dafoe, you know, if he gets naked and stands in front of the lamp worshiping it, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's 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 a, it's as a kind of a as a kind of a cosmic horror film. Which it kind of is. Uh, it's interesting, but you know whether whether or not it's really happening or it's all just now. The one the criticism I had heard about the Batman too. And what are you going to do with it? It's sort of long. I didn't feel the length. I mean, it is long, but I didn't feel it when I watched it. And even when I watched it on repeat viewings, it didn't didn't feel long to me. But I'm also emotionally attached to the material, so yeah. Just joke. No, oh, I Joe agree. I, I made the yeah. point that you know what felt long. It's like to extra me? cake. <laughs> it's like I'll take yeah. extra cake. You know what felt <laughs> long to me? But I get the, it. Uh, Captain America movie made like eighty nine ninety with the Italian red skull that was an hour and twenty minutes because it was so bad. That felt. I've long seen that movie. Well, yeah, the, yeah. When they make movies, when they when they when they puke out movies just to keep the rights, those movies are going to be like eighty eight minutes long because yeah. that's the, and I also the least they can put them out. Involved, <laughs> when you get involved in the world and in the story, the time goes by. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, that's the thing. When you're really involved and invested in the character, you're like, give me the, uh, give me the longer version. Even I want more. Yeah, no, I yeah, it's, it's true. And I think that you know the biggest thing I hear from from Batman fans who who enjoyed the movie was they didn't feel the length. You know, I, I think there's, 
to me the only the only part where it felt a little draggy was there's you know when it you know after they catch uh after they catch the riddler and it goes on to his final plan just for a minute because it you know you know when they catch the riddler it has a real final feeling to it but obviously you know once his uh january 6th people i mean um and the Riddler people that he puts up. Uh, but, um, I think well, so. Didn't the movie take place basically over just a week, too, if I'm not mistaken? I yeah, think it, like it starts with how it's over by November 7th or yes. so. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it goes from Halloween to Election Day. So, yeah, here's my thing about the while we're talking about the third act of the movie, I've seen a lot of things where people are bitching about the fact that, like, there's an action scene at the end that it ruins the movie. That's the dumbest thing I could, I could, I've ever heard. Like this big article from IGN came out. that said oh, the third act of the Batman ruins the movie. You're going to have the movie end with that conversation that they have. That would be the most anticlimactic nonsense yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. And no, plus it, it no, no nothing they missed the, the whole point. They missed. Yeah. If, if yeah. you don't, if you don't get, you missed the whole point of the whole, the whole Riddler plot and, mm-hmm. and where it kind of falls apart from his plans with his, you know, revealing that he legitimately thought the Batman was his partner, which I thought was a great twist. I thought it was a fantastic twist. And actually, let me ask you this, because it's a question um, that that some people have. And I, I thought, you know, um, do you think the Riddler knew it was that he that Batman was Bruce Wayne? I don't personally. I don't either. I don't okay. either. But see, now that's the one thing on the trailer that is misleading. Where oh, absolutely. Like, no, I thought it was great. Because I, I, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah it kind of bummed me out. Story, how many stories have you heard that never happened where there was going to be the Riddler in a movie and he was going to find out who, like the idea after Dark Knight, they were going to hire him to find out who Batman was? You know, yeah, there's been and, so many and there have been things that have never happened. It would make sense, though. The ultimate riddle. Yeah, and and that was to, you know to me. I always thought, and, and like I said, I I'm I'm certainly not as versed in a, you know a lot of the comics as I probably should be. And I, I do intend to go back and read a lot of stuff because I I do love Batman, but um um I I always really thought that the way to that that the Batman could break the Riddler was just to pull his mask off and just go because we know that you are you are you want to prove you are so smart that you will figure out who i am i'm just going to spoil it and tell you i'm bruce wayne and see what that does and i just thought a scene where, where the riddler just deflates and goes like you just ruined it you ruined it <laughs> what am i going to do now i have nothing i'm like interesting all right we'll just throw you into arkham and you can think about what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> That would work. That would be and no great. one will believe you because you're crazy. But I also think I think Paul Danos is so good too. Oh, I mean, just about everything he does, and he just looks like the dude. Like when you finally see his face and everything, he oh, looks yeah, like yeah. that sort of like nerdy little Riddler guy. And they use the two names that have been used in the comic. Yes, I can't remember. Yeah, it was uh, Edward. Uh, it was not Edward. Enigma. It's like Edward something. Oh yeah, else. it's like Norwood or I can't remember now. But yeah, there were a Nashton. couple. Nashton. That's what it was. Yeah, Edward Nashton. Nashton. Um. Yeah, because he's only he's only really Edward Nigma if they're doing a more kind of campier or sillier version. Of it. Yeah, Frank Gorshin comes popping out. Well, yeah. Who you know? Yeah. 
Who yeah, one is a Robin like a machine gun or something like that. One of those type things <laughs> or whatever. His, like, riddlers, his riddles that were just just kind of not riddles, but just really. And just then Robin would get them in two seconds or whatever. But hey, man, have you been keeping up with the comic, Mike? Oh yeah, I've, I've consistently read. What's been going comic. on lately for it? Because I'm always just late. I catch up on them with the graphic novels and trades. Well, they're gearing up now for that Shadow War thing. I don't know if you heard about that. It's like the Rachel Ghoul League of Assassins, Deathstroke crossover thing. I'm kind but of right excited now, about that. Well, maybe in April, Kat's going to be working on a DC project, but she can't uh, divulge yeah. yet, obviously. And I'm trying. I told her I don't want to know, obviously, but I'm going to try to guess. But it would be cool if she could tell us some backstory from. This. Yeah. I'd mark out if it was Batman related, but I feel like it's probably has something to do with that summer event they got going on, that Dark Crisis BS. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but I'm just trying to keep that on. I am this. never current with comics. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's just. Yeah, I used to be. I mean, like after, you know, after the store bought it and everything, I started just, uh, I ended up getting, I went more to trades and everything and graphic novels. So I would get them when they came out. Then I'd catch all up on them at once. Oh, okay. I'm a so comicsology I, guy, so I, I subscribe yeah. to them on there, and then they. Oh yeah, no, I think that's the best way to do it if you're if you're yeah. an avid reader is just you get them digitally and you can read them without having to without the uh, what the the annoying trappings of collecting. No, the uh, bag yeah. in the boarding. Yeah, bagging and boarding, <laughs> and yeah, I uh, yeah, I had I had, I had two and a half long boxes, and at my last just two and a half <laughs> i just yeah no that's all i had i i'm not i was not a big collector i collected very very briefly in like the mid 80s but i still had a bunch of stuff and it wasn't really worth anything and i just left it like at my last <laughs> we moved to left the time we moved we left a lot of stuff behind it i, I think you can them. i think as long as you have it off i got a floor and stuff and you, so you don't have to be totally crazy with it oh yeah no i, I see i just just what small amount of a collection i had i just i just didn't want i kept dragging them around they weren't worth anything they really you know i remember the one time. time it i remember with tony there i one time i went down there to get a bunch of i took magazine covers my mistakes so i have all these magazine storage covers <laughs> yeah it, it's a it's a yeah it's you really really got to be super serious and grading and 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 when you have stuff and you want to get rid of it, figuring grading it yourself is impossible. <laughs> it's just impossible. It's, it's an arcane procedure that that is not worth it. And I'm just like, I just threw them away. Yeah. Well, what do you think about a lot of the supporting cast in this movie? Uh, I liked Alfred the little amount of him we got. Oh, Andy yeah. Serkis <laughs> was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I thought Zoe Kravitz was great. Oh, she! Yeah, we didn't even talk about I saw that post you had, Mike. She looks just exactly with the outfit and everything how you would picture Catwoman to look. Yeah, Yeah. plus she it was it was the most accurate uh, film portrayal of the character so far because Michelle Pfeiffer was her own. She is from like in the uh, like in No Man's Land. She lived in that area they have her living in in this movie too. I'm pretty sure. Is it the narrow? Yeah, it's kind of like it's like the Bronx or Queens type deal. Yeah. But, yeah, I think they were a little bit like of her origin, who were like that was a little bit. Who cares? It's a movie. Yeah, they. they yeah, it was accurate enough. Yeah, they took they took a lot of different bits from a lot of different uh, stories. Like there was, I guess there was a lot. Of, there was a, a little bit of Batman Year One, but a lot of Batman Year Two, uh, a lot of Batman Earth One, I guess. No uh, Man's Long Land Halloween, was no in Man's there. Land. So. Um, Long Halloween just, too. Yeah, they yeah, just they a lot of stuff in there. 
um, and and you know just looped it all together. So you just you, you know you you never want to just do a direct interpretation of one whole story because you don't want to. No. A lot of the people going in there knowing everything that's going to happen. But that's why you know exactly when people get upset about things veering from the storylines. Well, what are you going to do? You want to go in there knowing the whole thing? They, you know, they don't do direct adaptations like that because they don't work. Because you're not watching, no. they're not making a movie every month. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And again, well I think like, I think Gary Oldman could do no wrong pretty much. And like his Gordon for me was like the MVP of the, the Nolan I, movies. I, but Commissioner Gordon was fine and he was good. <laughs> I thought, I, I think, I, or is he, what is he, Jeffrey Captain Wright Gordon? and, and J- Gary Oldman are like, they're both like, it's just like, yeah. That I could I could interchange them in that movie and be just as happy. They're they're yeah. Oh, they're, I'm very happy with it. But, I just um, think I yeah. always say Gary Oldman was sort of the glue that held those the trilogy together to me. Yeah, it's just my opinion on that. I thought he was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. I and I think that I think that the I think that all of the all of the accolades around the Dark Knight boosted that trilogy. In a lot of people's estimations, I think more than it kind of deserved. Um, even though I did like, I liked all of them. I liked Dark Knight Rises too. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I liked it. I liked. Was born into darkness. I, I had no problem with that. I had no problem yeah. with that. With no, that, but ever uh, since the Harley Quinn show, every time like day. the lights go off, I start doing a, I was born in the yeah. darkness. <laughs> no, but the only thing I said to a friend of mine when we went to see Dark Knight, what I said to her was, you know what? Take this plot, get the superhero stuff out. This could be a James Bond movie. Yeah. Batman was barely in Dark Knight. People say that's the best Batman movie. I, I think that's one of the... I hesitate to say one of the worst ones, honestly, because it's it's a Harvey Dent movie obsessed yeah. with him, with Batman in it for literally about I'd say that, about almost an hour out of the. And two that's and another hours. thing about the Batman was that uh, when you look at all the Batman movies, how many of them actually focus on the character of Batman? This is the only one. Very, very few. Yeah, very, yeah, there's yeah. a story. This is the I don't know if it's true or not. Focuses if on the, the not just focusing on the villains and having. If anybody the knows the veracity of it. The story was like with Keaton that we said he left to do multiplicity, but the story was with Keaton is he was really unhappy that in the second Batman movie he had like 20 minutes of screen time. Basically. Yes, yeah, and and I and I think that also think that he was he wouldn't have done it without Burton. I I have a feeling that he wasn't going to, either way, I doubt he would have done it without Tim Burton. Um, Sometimes like movies, you know, there's a a moment in a movie where you know you're doomed. And I still remember in Batman and Rob and the moment when Mr. Freeze wants his henchman to sing the Cold Miser song. (laughs) I knew this was going to be a really long movie. Yeah, I know. I I, I, I came out when I was a kid, so I kind of enjoyed it at the time. But it's it's an abortion now to watch. (laughs) The other one, the other one now, the other one. I'll admit, talking about that, another one that's aged really badly. Badly for me was Batman Forever, and I didn't think Val Kilmer was bad, but now the Riddler drives me crazy. I can't. Uh, Yeah, it was the that was the that was the the height of Jim Carrey madness, where Jim Carrey was just Jim carrying it up in every movie he did. He was playing. Uh, Ace Ventura, basically, in every movie. Um, and so that was it. And, and Tommy Lee Jones, uh, who, Tommy Lee Jones, who hated that movie and hated working on it, and you could didn't tell. Didn't want to kill Carrie. You yes. could tell he hated being in the movie. And, no, I, and, I didn't yeah. think Val Kilmer was terrible, terrible, though. 
But in Mel Campbell's own words, he had nothing to do. He had yeah. nothing to do. He, 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 he in the in the documentary, put I talked about being bad. How how he was looking forward to being Batman, but he's just like, what? Half the time I'm in the suit, I can't do anything because I'm in the suit. And the other half, I'm Bruce Wayne, and I I can't do anything because I'm just a boring. It's just like I had nothing to do in that movie. <laughs> it was Didn't the movie change an awful lot too? Because if Keaton was going to do it. Renee Russo was going to play Chase Meridian. Wasn't Robin Williams going to play the Riddler? There was always talk about there was there were so many there's so many rumors going around. There was talk about uh, Robin Williams playing the Riddler. There was talk about uh, Chris Rock, I think, or or playing Robin. Or oh, I thought it was uh, you know, Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans was another one that, that was gonna, he was going to play Robin. Um, but I don't know if any of that like. The thing is, when movies are in development, people throw names around. They just throw names around, and and more often than not, you hear these names associated with. And there was never any offer, or anything ever officially done. What's on? Uh, do you like wanted... Robin or not? Would you prefer to have Batman without him, Mike? Pat, they're gonna they're gonna do Robin in this new series. I think they should. This is kind of a weird thing to say, but I think they should do Damien instead of Dick Grayson. I think that makes more sense with this version of because. The whole circus thing is such an outdated, almost, yeah, like antiquated concept. I don't think it would even work in modern times. I know there's circuses now, but that whole the way that whole origin plays out, I don't think it would work. I feel like the problem with Damien is Damien carries the Ra's al Ghul baggage with him, you know? Yeah, but you can argue that he met Talia when he was training, had sex with her. Yeah. And then... You can show that in a flashback or something, you know. Yeah. They didn't really tell you how he trained in this. They didn't. They kind of said, "No, Alfred no, Charles. yeah, they, yeah, you don't, you don't, yeah." They haven't gone. Yeah. yeah, who knows? I, I think that my my issue with Robin was the whole character was born out of the comics code. Like when oh, the yeah. comics code came along and sanitized comics, you know, that's when Batman got silly. I mean, this is when he stopped killing people, which is probably not a bad thing. Remember, he had a gun. Remember yeah, he when carried he started around a gun, out? He actually had a gun when he started he, yeah. out. He carried a gun. You know, the, the the comic books code changed that whole aspect of the character, which probably for the better. But they also added Robin to lighten the thing. And, and you know, the thing about Robin is how do you how do you put Robin in that costume? Even even uh, even the colors are are basically so guys will know, shoot at him instead of you. Yeah, it just it's hard it's a hard sell. But then if you go like, well, we'll just make him Nightwing, and we're like, well, that then that you're, you know, I don't know. I I, I I'm sure there's a cool way to do it. Um, that'd be interesting. I I think you know maybe the the uh the um concession or whatever uh would be maybe like like going to Jason Todd. You know, going right to Jason Todd, who yeah. was, you know, he was this, you know, street kid who was who a badass street kid who, you know, Bruce has to kind of, you know. Well, Stan Lee down. famously said that he didn't like sidekicks. He thought it was absurd. That's why sort of Rick Jones was the go-all sidekick at Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I just think there's no way in justifying. I think there's no way in justifying in a modern movie endangering a child like that unless the child was raised to be like an assassin killer yeah yeah that's why i get i get the idea of damien but like the jason todd thing or like this kid's gonna want you know they did have the they did have the kid who plays tim drake on titans in the uh in the gang in the very beginning he's the kid with the half face who who uh you know 
winds up not beating up the guy, mostly because Batman interrupts the whole thing, but you can tell he's a reluctant gang member in the beginning. Which I thought but was also, probably just a coincidence. But Just to be honest, for the sidekicks, I think one of the reasons they had him was just because the readers were a lot of younger boys at the time, and they wanted yeah. the guy you could relate to. So that's why like, you had Speedy and uh, Toro and all these yeah. little Aqualad, because you wanted somebody. It's like with the Doctor, how you always have like companions, because how can we relate to the smartest guy? Well, you can, Mike, you're Batman. But how can you uh, <laughs> relate to the smartest guy in the universe? So you need people to ask, plus to ask questions so the doctor can rescue them and everything. Same with Batman. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that, I, I think that weirdly enough, the best way they incorporated the Robin outfit was in Batman Forever. It was basically like the, the kind, basically the same outfit that Dick Grayson wore in the carnival. Also, you know, was just like, hey, I'm going to wear the, who's not going to know who I am? You know, if you're a fan of the trapeze, like, it always got me like who's a, who the hell's a fan of trapeze uh, i don't know but i'm sure there's some people out there who are, you know i'm a trapeze connoisseur i think people do that. amateur trapeze or what there was a thing for a little while oh yeah no, I, um but yeah like you mean like um what is that where they do the urban version of it where they're jumping up on things parkour yeah. right? parkour oh yeah yeah, yeah. parkour you know what he would be now though you know what robin would be now though would he be an extreme sports dude <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's kind of like kicked in the nuts on Jackass or something, or one of those things. <laughs> so, there you go. So now they're you doing. Seen, I know your your theater in Malta. There, how have you noticed how the audience has reacted to this movie? I haven't seen some I, people come out of it talking about it, loving it. I, mean, I don't really stand outside of the theaters anymore because I don't clean the theaters after. But um, you did make that great ad though when you were doing. I love that. Still, when you're going doing the sweeping. Wait, what? What do you mean? I saw that one ad when I was in there where they had before the show and you you were in it. You had the cameo. That was a long, <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> well, I am almost like we are the same age about, but I do remember. It's my show, so I'm like whatever age the guest is. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Fair I was right. telling Lily last week, it's like, yeah, we're like both mid-20s. All these guys are old, yeah. so they know you're fine. Rob's 25. <laughs> you know, I went to Empire for 25 years. Just about that before it closed. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There you go. It's amazing. I was there since I was a kid, but I was on and off. I wasn't consistent. Well, your dad went in there, didn't he? Wasn't that like a lot of people? How they came in was because their dad. Your dad went in there first, didn't he? Yeah, he was my gateway to the place. Yeah. That's what it always is. I think it's like I found like a lot of people. It's like with musicians, like you get in because you're probably collected or somebody. You know, out of all people, it wasn't my dad. My mom was a Silver Surfer fan, so I read comics from her first. That's an interesting. I got into That's cool. And then I said, yeah, and like a lot of people criticize the Batman TV show, which we talked about. But remember, that's how the character was at the time. He was a goofball. Oh, that's my dad's favorite. That was the continuation of that comic books code kind of version you know. and you know what when you get older it's funny i mean the first season especially you get all the in jokes and all the stuff and everything and the villains at the time i thought were done really well oh yeah yeah they were they were as as goofy as they they made them in the comics but the thing i just now, don't think we live in a world now where you're gonna get a batman movie that is fun and goofy like it's never gonna happen like a live action batman movie that's just like this fun, goofy thing. I don't think you're ever going to get you that have thought of Now, this is a true story. I think you know this, Mike. I think, Pop, yeah, you would know it. Originally, they wanted to do, this is like 1980, they wanted to do a musical with Bill Murray as Batman. You know what? I would pay to see that. 
That was I a real see idea a musical Batman around. with Bill Murray. Because they showed <laughs> the evolution, like the idea. It would not. It would Batman. probably be like good in all the wrong ways. <laughs> because I guess they showed the evolution of what became the Batman with Burton, and it went like from 1980 up to finally being made in '89. There were all these different people attached to it. That's why, like you know, when you hear until a movie's finally getting going, you have no idea what the truth is because it could be rumors, could be. You know, I just wish I do wish before we got this, I'm glad this movie exists and you know, I loved it, but I I just wish that we got that Ben Affleck one because from what I hear from that script, that was like the kind of Batman movie that I've always wanted, where it's kind of like a big action movie, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it also is dark. You know, from what I heard from that movie, that movie was like gonna be awesome. I just think it more like I think 70s Batman, where he was, you know, obviously fighting crime, but he wasn't Mr. Miserable and Grim. Yeah, yeah. It was serious, but he wasn't like all, you know, I'm Mr. Meanie. But that was another thing that I really liked about this movie was because, you know, you go into it, you know, with this whole idea that this is, you know, Batman is this grim guy with this vengeance purpose. And the whole point of the movie is, is, you know, how Batman becomes Bruce Wayne. You know, because, you know, Bruce Wayne, you know, uh, Bruce Wayne is not interested in being Bruce Wayne. He only wants to be Batman. And then he realizes, no, I have to, you know, it's like, you know, when he when he rescues all those people carrying that, you know, that red torch, you know, and and I remember watching it going, oh, this is really cool because he is coming to grips with the fact that he can't just be about fear. You know, he has to be like, I am these, these people need to have hope. And when he's, you know, he's holding that girl's hand, you know, it's from the beginning of the movie when, when he, when he you know, rescues that guy from the gang and he just goes, don't hurt me to the end. He just stares at him. Girl's hand was just a nice with, with him and Alfred as the bookend. If you saw, if you wanted to see the real, real point of Batman in that movie was you see that you see his scene with, with Alfred uh, in the bed. And then that moment at the end of the movie and you, that's his journey as he goes through, um, which I thought was really and great. And IGN wanted to cut that whole sequence. So it would make no yeah. sense. There would be no purpose in the movie. He would have learned nothing if they cut that sequence out of the movie. They really? They wanted to cut it? Yeah, they thought that whole sequence at the end from the... Oh, you're talk. talking about the people who are complaining about the end of the movie? Or yeah, how it? there was an action scene at the end of the movie. Yeah. But that Another didn't happen. Too, he wouldn't have learned the lesson. Yeah, yeah exactly. The other point, the dichotomy you just mentioned, too, yeah. is Batman and Bruce are supposed to be different dudes. Like you're not supposed to see meet Bruce and go, oh, this guy's bad. You, they're different personalities. They're supposed to talk different. Mm-hmm. And some people yeah. just don't get that. Some people do in terms of playing them. Do you think we're ever going to see Bruce Wayne's other, like two other personas? Well, I never prescribed to the thought that Batman is his real personality. I always thought there's two, there's multiple sides to every human yeah. being. The Bruce Absolutely. Wayne persona is is him too, but it's just like the fun side of him. And then the Batman side of him is his, you know, his brooding dark side you know i never yeah. prescribed to the fact that he's faking it the whole time when he's bruce wayne the no I, 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 I think i think the idea of 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 him pulling himself out of his you know constant moroseness to you know to uh to be a human being during the day when he can you know i think it's you know one of those things where psychologically it's probably better for him yeah exactly but, Alfred always tries to get him to do it too. Like, go out, do something. Yeah, he was. Little, you want me to I, do I just wonder if we're ever going to. 
Uh-huh. Type of Catwoman the line about in dark about dating a criminal in uh, Dark Knight Rises. At this point, you could I want you as long as you're going out. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things like that too is like one of the best depictions was in Bill Willingham's Robin book where there was this thing because I always one of the things I loved about Batman is the guy's prepared for everything. And one of the things in was that if they found out he was Bruce Wayne, he had like ten different identities to immediately slip into. That's me. That's oh, yeah. Batman. That's Batman to me when he's prepared for everything. Yes, all the different plans. Plan Z, Plan F. He's got thousands of different about alternate plans. His uh, like matches Malone. Like oh, yeah, there matches, were characters he would slip in. We've never seen them in the movies. I'd like to see that too. Like him doing disguises and being the other. You know, because you did get another thing I liked about the Batman is uh, was that. There's a lot of times where he's doing Batman stuff, but he's not in the costume. He's just got the hoodie on with all the stuff yeah. in a bag. And you get the sense of, like, he's got to carry that shit around. It's a big suit, you know? He's going to carry this back. He's got the black uh, eyeliner on his face because that's how that works. You know, I like the the practicality of it. And I also loved when uh, he gets chucked out on the roof and looks down and goes, oh, like that. Because oh, that's yeah. like an honest reaction. And you can yeah, tell... a moment of fear there. The wingsuit, it was definitely like a... <laughs> you get the impression that he has never tested the wingsuit. <laughs> he was like, here no, we I go. Another thing, remember, we're, we're, we're <laughs> smart were marks on this too because obviously we're fans and we're going into a fantasy world. But imagine like if you lived in that world... The Batman's like an urban legend to most people living in Gotham. Maybe you think you've seen him. He might not be real. So you go by that perspective. Obviously, we're smart on it because we're watching from the outside. Well, the idea of the bat signal, and you know, you know, you always think of the bat signal as okay, they're calling Batman, but at the same time, giving the whole perspective of criminals on the streets when they see the bat signal, know he's around. So every dark corner, they're you know I love it that they're looking in every dark corner, expecting him to show up, and they're every, they're all afraid. I thought that was great. I think like and yes, you so are right. Accomplished Mike, that. The point, a point Mike made, and I really totally agree with this. Whatever you want to say about those movies, I thought Affleck did a good job as Batman. I would have loved to have seen that movie. I thought you know he's older, he's cynical, and I thought the line that really worked was the, when he says to Alfred, "Alfred, we've been in Gotham for twenty years. Has it gotten better?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so the thing is, he was all up. after Justice League. Though he was more optimistic again, and that's why it opened the door for that movie to be a little more fun. You know, the, yeah, the Batman yeah. movie that never got made. But no, um, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. Did you see the the extended Justice League? It's too long, but it's much better than the original cut. Yes, but it's I'm just still watching it. <laughs> Watch it back and back with the Irishman <laughs> at the same night. Oh, good lord! Talk about another. Oh god, movie. that's that's a horrid double feature. Way right too freaking long. But finally, what's coming out Ugh. too in terms of Marvel? Morbius is actually finally, unless April first, that's the fool us again. Because I just I remember. Like, I can't think about a less about... impressive April Fool's joke than not seeing Morbius. <laughs> It is coming out though. Unfortunately, I, I have the inside track up. Yes, it will be out. They, it will they, be out. They made. Was it four years ago? They made that movie. Now, like, oh, I could. Like, I just told about, you yeah. who I. Yeah. Well, Pat, I told you who I was going to go see it with, and that I explained to her about the living vampire idea. So that yeah. was like literally three years ago. I just. I hear it's crap. To be honest, I just what I heard from. Well, isn't the, it too many? So Venom, Spider-Man list, Spider Verse, just still yeah, blows exactly. my mind idiotic well how would you like spider-verse movie 
No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Into the Spider Verse. I'm talking no, but about you could Sony. Talk about the movie, you could, if you've no. seen it, would you like that? Yeah, like yeah. I just I wasn't. Movie? That's not what I was referring to. Yeah, I know, uh, but I just popped it in my head to talk about it. Okay. Came out so you want to change the subject? I get it. Okay. Yeah, Black Spider Verse was great. <laughs> well, <laughs> not talking too. about. I mean, like, okay, now Fox owns Morbius and like all those characters, right? Too, like Venom, Sony, and does. All Sony, does. Sony does. So what? Well, whatever, one of those. Come well, on, Rob. That's a big distinction because Disney owns Fox. They don't own Sony. Disney probably owns <laughs> so, half the countries of the world at this point. They, 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 yeah, I'm sure they're, you know, I, I just think that so Sony on its own has made one, in my in my opinion, some people, there are a lot of people that well, like the Venom movies. for our opinions. I don't, so but the, Into the Spider-Verse was the best Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man adjacent movie that they've made outside of the MCU. Um, you know, uh, because, you know, just because they, they didn't, they weren't dealing with any other kind of, they didn't have to deal with any other kind of baggage with that. It was just, and in my own view, I thought Garfield almost stole the show and that I thought he came off really well. Oh, yeah, it only took him three movies to actually have a, any well, yeah, that's the point. I, I, I really, I liked the first Amazing Spider-Man. I, I was really looking forward to Amazing Spider-Man 2, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, God. It was, it was not so his, It wasn't his fault. So, he didn't do anything wrong. No, it, it was, was everything so else. long, though. Talk about one that was just too long. You know, what do you think of your boy Boba Fett there in the series? What do you think of the book of Boba Oh, Boba boy, Fett? here we go. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I, I, people whine about that show. I, I thought oh, it was good fun. lord, yes. I yeah, yeah. I the more people whined, the more I liked it. And me, it's me a too, contrarian exactly. nature to well, me. Well, my which big I don't thing like since much. we've all seen it was the Sarlacc pit where I thought the Sarlacc farted him out or something. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, something. Yeah, I, I I I liked yeah, I liked it a lot. I I it made sense to me and and um you know the school of thought about the whole badass Boba Fett thing was that you never actually too. saw him be a badass in any of the movies. You didn't. No, you finally yeah, got to in this. So there you yeah, go. but yeah. it also made sense how he got out too, where it wasn't like, oh come on. You yeah. Know, well, I like sense. that they didn't they didn't spend too much time on it. They're just like, oh, he just yeah. got it, he shot his way out of there. Done. You don't really yeah, need to see it. He was protected by his armor. He got the breath yeah. from the guy getting sucked by the. Yes. Mm. Like this sort of Sarlacc's like the. They're like sort of like a queen's tears plant, but an animal where they just digest you. Yeah. You think has Moon Knight been out yet? No, it's so coming out Wednesday. next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yeah. It starts. Because that's basically Marvel's Batman in a lot of ways. Yeah, I'm actually looking yeah. forward to that because of that. Marvel yeah. might actually do something dark and fun for once. Well, well a little because it, he's got all those personalities and everything too. And, yeah. yeah. And they're they're the the scuttlebutt lately that popped up everywhere is that the the creators have been so it's like saying that it is it is as of now not connected to the MCU, Good. and I think well, I think mainly awesome. they mean we have not put any connections to the outer MCU in it, yeah. um, which you could pull it in later if you wanted to, but this is a self-contained thing as of right now, and I and I think I think it's a smart thing for them to do because you know say like the Inhumans, you know something goes off like that. It's really, if oh, it's they not are. good, it's very <laughs> easy for them to disavow it and say it never interacted with the Marvel Universe. Don't worry about the Inhumans. You know, we can still use them. And, and, and the, you know, the unfortunate, you know, kind of shuffling of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, which, you know, there were some things in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I really liked and there were some things that I didn't like. 
you know, I so like the first I, few seasons of that show. Yeah, it became absolute garbage. Yeah, yeah. It, then it was just it was just chasing its own tail and just trying to stay on the air. But yes, the way the first season of Agents of Shield connected with uh, Winter Soldier yeah, was, was cool. beautiful. That was like yeah. if you that's that showed them how to do that tie-in because the whole time you're like, you know, I feel like this is something weird about Shield, and like during the show, it's like just something really. I don't know, something weird about shit. It doesn't feel right. And then we get to the whole explanation. It was like, oh, okay, no, that entirely makes sense now. Shields run by bad guys. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mike, if you would thoughts on Secret Invasion, you're looking forward to it? I think it might come yeah. up. I mean, I'm looking forward to the Disney Plus shows more than I'm looking forward to the movies that got coming out. The movies that got coming out, not a single one excites me except for Guardians 3, and that's just because of James Gunn, because I like James Gunn. What, but, yeah, what? yeah, we do like Suicide Squad though, didn't we? I thought Suicide Squad oh, was great. That movie was fantastic. I love that. It's oh yeah, did you, have you seen Peacemaker? No, I love that too. Oh god, that was yeah. No, that was just yeah. That was uh, uh, that that the the key was they just let they let James Gunn do whatever they want, do whatever yes. he wants. The only the only the only things any any creators that work with ever say no to is is either utilizing characters that they have plans for characters or characters that they don't have the rights to like he really and i i it's a shame because he wanted to put rom in guardians 3 well the space knight rom the space yeah, knight, space knight. Like, it's not that's not a marvel property it was a it was a uh uh i don't know Hasbro or whatever yeah, it was, it was huge whatever. when it came out though like it was big like the comics were big when it i liked it i like see that's one of those things where I, I'm sure if I went back and read them now at not the age of 15, I would probably yeah. go, oh, Lord, these are god-awful. But when I was 15, they were great. Sure. I, remember, and I, and uh, I also think what I like like about Suicide Squad and Gun 2 is like, okay, this is probably going to be a hit like the Marvel movies. Fiddle with it. Make it really creative. Have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that it's it's fine to have these kind of standalone things. And, and you know, the Batman... The Batman was one of those things where, you know, obviously, you know, that they're every time they make one of these movies, you know, they're they're eyeballing a franchise. They're you know, starting with like three picture deal or whatever. But, you know, if it comes out and it's not well received and it doesn't do well, it's very easy for them to be like, OK, well, this is a self-contained Batman story. This will be self, yeah. you know, just like and that's fine. Like, you that's know, smart, really. And not smart. You, Mike, I don't having think to see the, the show, scene or the Joker. Well, what would you say? What you think of the Joker movie? What the one with Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> I can tell just by your face. I know that people Remember, can't Mike, see his like, face, you can't but he had that look in his face, like, "Oh, what? The piece of shit over in the corner?" Don't cover it up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how you I feel what? about it. I, I, I was against the movie from Jump Street. I am, I am, admittedly not a fan of Joaquin Phoenix. Um. I remember seeing the movie and my immediate reaction was I, I liked it, but then I thought about it and thought about it. And the more I thought about it, I, I don't know why I liked it. The world Sometimes, needs less joke. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big, I've discovered that I'm a big, like the experience of going to a movie really colors my opinion of a movie. Cause I, oh, love I can go into the that, movies. Yeah. I'll walk away from mediocre movies going, that was really good. And then I'll see it later on TV and go like, what the fuck was I thinking? I was in the, after, done that the many movie, times. the cinema afterglow, I call it, you sure. know, it's just like, yeah. so that one I had to walk away from. And also 
at the time, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But then the more and more I thought about it in terms of in terms of a Joker movie or a Joker origin story, I was like, fine, I, I, I can that didn't bug me that much because I knew it doesn't matter. <laughs> because the Joker, they can do a million Joker uh, uh, origin movies, and to me, they're all just these are fictions that the Joker. Is Last Jedi. Them. The thing with Last Jedi, the problem was I drank a lot of iced tea before it, and I was holding my legs together before the ending, and I didn't want to embarrass you in your theater and do that. So, like, I was just hoping it would get over with them when they were using when they're fighting. I'm like, get the fighting over with it. <laughs> How dare I, you besmirch that movie? I love that. I love no, that but movie. I have I, it's, it's, it really kept me busy. It's, it's my like third it favorite painful. Star Wars movie. Nice. You know, that's the thing, though, too. People complain yeah. about it. They don't Empire Star about Wars. It. If you like it, you like Last it. You know? That's the thing. We've, you know, we've, gone on, we've gone on and on about that movie a bunch. Yeah. But, People are mad about that movie solely because their almighty Luke Skywalker didn't do his almighty business and save the day. And be because they're all, they're all, well, I would say that's, that's a really dumb statement to say they're all, but I think, I think there's a vast majority of them that are uh, expanded universe fans who can't get over the fact that the expanded universe got flushed, you know, and all like all the billion novels and all that stuff. You can't, you couldn't do like, you just, you, you can't make all those people have to know all that shit to know what's going on. Another thing is, read awesome. the novels. You know, read the novels if you read like Dark Horse Even Rising. The, uh, There's a nice universe in there. Go have fun reading the Star Wars books. If you want yeah, to, it's not like a novel. Whatever. All the copies of the novels are burned. You can still go back and read them. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can, you can have the Star Wars. You, you like. can read them though. If you, want. you know, that's yeah, the thing. You can read them. Now, is there going to be a sequel? To, there, is there going to be a sequel to this, or is it a standalone? Uh, to, to what? Batman. Batman. Yeah, I mean, the Matt Reeves are doing that spinoff Penguin show for HBO Max, and then yes, and there were like plans for the sequel. There were three. Batman. There would be like three distinct shows that they've taught, maybe more, because there was going to be a Gotham PD show, but that has been kind of scrapped. Yeah, because it's too similar to Gotham. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's it too. They're do the, the Penguin show, and they're supposed to be an Arkham Asylum show. Yes, as well, but who Which knows? I don't know how you would do that and why you would do that, but I'll I watch don't, it. I don't know. I I feel yeah. like you should maybe populate that universe a little more. Um, no, I, but I did, I, 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 I Barry Kewen as the, as the Joker. Um, I want to see what that's going to be. Cause I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I hate the Joker. We need to move on past the Joker. Oh no, you're, you're never going to, you're okay, never going to move on from the Joker. Like There's always going to be sick to death. I mean, you're like right. Pat, you're right. But no, yeah. But that's sure. the thing. Like, because yeah, but I get it. I, I totally, people, I totally buy Joker fatigue. I totally get it. Well, you know uh, the one with me best Pat. when he's in small yeah. doses. He's not yes. good when he's yes. focused on yeah. for hours. He's, you know what I mean? Not, the one that got me a... was yeah. The one that got me was Loki. I was so sick of him in Thor's comics, but then Tom Hiddleston sort of gave me. An, I revived him for me because I got so sick of it in well, the comics. Loki part. was never the same character when you saw him. I mean, which I guess makes. I mean, you know, if you're thinking of Loki as a god of mischief, of course, you know, it makes sense that he's going to be different every time you see him, but. Yeah, it was just like he's just the the he's just Thor's bad guy, you know. That's all it was. Was he's okay, Thor's bad guy? Question: No wrong answer. Obviously, what film Batman would you like to see in the next movie? Then, since we're Joker fatigue, who would you like to see sort of be the star of it? No wrong answers. Obviously, you talk about villain villains. Yeah, who would you like to see be the villain instead of the Joker? I mean, my boy, my Batman villain from day one, my boy has always been Raish. Raish is Rache always my Google? favorite one. 
Yes. Oh, I love yeah. that little bastard. He's got the, the coolest stories. They got the sword fights. They got the crazy pits and all that. I love that. Problem is, I don't know if that fits with this, but I think with the way this one ended, you can it kind of opens you up to more happy, goofy things. You know what I mean? So I think you might be able to. Yeah, do I don't know if you call the League of Assassins a happy, goofy thing, but <laughs> more fantastical <laughs> things. Well, that's the other thing, too. Legends. Like. You know, if you're if you're talking with the League of uh, the League of Assassins, where you have the immortal Rachel Ghoul who's been alive three years yeah. because he can reanimate himself with a Lazarus Pit, or you're talking about Henri Ducard, who's the latest person to wear the mantle of the head of the demon in the League of. Right, you Battles. remember he was an Arrow too. He was featured in those seasons. Of oh Arrow. yeah, yeah, and oh, and yeah. he was, but he was he was the classic comic book thing because they had the Lazarus Pit. Which is there you know, anything right now series you're following that you would say pretty good or interesting, or any TV series like in terms of whatever? Um, well, I mean, you know, there's things I'm looking forward to. There's the Halo show starts tomorrow. I'm interested in watching that, even though I've never played a single game. I yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. Yeah, I, I neither am I. Halo, but it, it looks like it could be good. It looks like they're good. Yeah, it's, it's is that on Apple? Is that uh, it, uh, Paramount Plus? Paramount. Oh, okay, I have that. They, I yeah, I think once but Picard then is over, I'm looking forward to switch over to. Apple. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Pat? Sorry, no, nothing. <laughs> oh. Uh, Moon Knight, I'm looking forward to that starts next week. Yep. Um, you know, things like that. And movie wise, I mean, I guess I'm kind of I'm DC focused, so I'm I'm excited for Black Adam in October. I don't really care about Shazam, but I'll see it. You know, and then uh, they got Is Aquaman next play year. Superman again or not? I've been hearing conflicting stuff. Uh, I heard he might be in Flash, but that's the latest rumor. Yeah, I mean, the last official thing about Cavill was that he was done. You know, yeah. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a stink about Shazam, where at the end Superman appears? It's just the dude holding the tray. Was yeah. there some kind of like? Yeah, it was like a stunt about yeah. that. It, it was. I yeah. think it was supposed to be him, but it just didn't. It was for whatever reason it just didn't work out. And I think mm-hmm. I think that that was the point. I think where they were shaky about the DCEU even being a thing, because. But to uh, circle back to the Batman villain thing, I would yes, like to see yeah, Hush, but I, I would like Hush too because I think that they, they set up Hush in this movie. Yeah, but the, they did. The, the reporter's last name was Elliot. That Thomas Wayne. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing. Him. That that's another another like fan theory is that uh, the reporter is the Riddler's father. I didn't get that, but I can. No, I didn't get that at that. all. I mean, his last name. I can Elliot. see that being a thing, but I feel like if it was, it would have been more. It would have. They would have been more. You know, you would. You would have been. It would have been less of a guess. You know, there would have been more clues to that, but. Uh, for me, um, Batman villains, uh, I would um, I would love to see uh, – I, I, I love Mr. Freeze. I would love to see Mr. Freeze. Um, done right. Uh, done right after those last – Yeah, because they need to have a good Mr. Freeze in a movie. Um, but um, some of the – like, there was some of the – like, there was some cool sideline villains that, like – Anarchy. I, I remember. I, I like. I had the first issue that that character showed up, and uh, and that that is a, a character I think that would work well today, but it's very you know seventh tier uh, villain. He'd be um, good for like an opening scene, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, like, if you did like, want to go in a more fantastical direction, even though it can be explained by like mad science, is is Man Bat Kirk Langstrom because that's a a super super sad character. Yeah. You can <laughs> explain it by science. He's one right. of the, the bummer characters because he is this 
good guy who has no control over his powers and turns mm-hmm. into a horrible man. Sort of like a the lizard in a way, in a lot of ways, and sort of way, well, sort of like their version. Yes, of he the was a very kind of the lizard kind of yeah tragic, uh, tragic figure. Um, or Clayface, or do a version of Clayface would be kind of cool too. There was the other thing from Spider Verse. Daredevil was in that. <laughs> Wait, what? What was it? Daredevil in that? No, no. Greg said not in the Spider Verse. Greg, no. Greg said he saw him. So okay. I wonder if Greg was not feeling I, well. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't recall Daredevil being in. in Me neither. I've seen it quite a few times too. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's in. There. I know that Matt Murdock was in No Way Home. I know that. He's a very good he lawyer. Was, thank God. I thought it was one of my favorite gags in that whole movie. Was how did yeah. you catch that? I'm a really good lawyer. I think. Well, and I think too, and I also like the other things about that where there's things like with this movie. If we're fans, we pick cool stuff up. But if you're just a casual fan, you're going to enjoy it too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think Batman has a lot of casual viewing appeal too because he's the the heart of Batman is a very is a very easy thing to get. You know. Yeah, he's yes, my definitely. favorite character. I mean, that's yeah. I, you know, I think he's my favorite of the like old school superheroes for sure. Batman. Yeah, and he's aged better than Spider Man. Before Spider Man was always my favorite, but I think the comic book I lost interest with it, and I still like it. But you how know, dare Batman. you? <laughs> what would you do? Is you didn't answer your own question. What would you do in the yeah? What, would, what, would, what would you want? To I see admit now? he's been on Gotham, but I just like him as Hugo Strange. I think, cool. like really yeah. I think he could That'd be like a really good puppet master. I think he could be a really good puppet master manipulative type of guy. Mm-hmm. And he's different sure. too because he's like this weird scientist. So you could bring in like a man bad or you could bring in even Clayface or something. Yeah, I mean, no, that's true. I, I like with... Hugo Strange as the, you know, Dr. Frankenstein. And he had that um, weird obsession where he would dress as Batman. He was all obsessed with him, I think. There was yes. Yeah, there were many different kind of faces of Hugo Strange, I think, over the years, but I, I definitely I loved um I did like BD Wong in uh Gotham as Hugo yeah. Strange. He was creepy. He does creepy really well. And I'm thinking but, uh, Peter Dinklage because he can act anything pretty much. Yeah. He's pretty much yeah. Hugo Strange in the Jurassic Park movies now too. He essentially yeah. is a sniveling bad guy all of a sudden. So <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah. I think we're uh we're probably Mike, okay. we could go on like for three hours yeah. with you on this kind of talk. It's like it goes so quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can whatever you guys want to do. But yeah, we'll have you back in April. Hopefully, we'll have Cat on too. She's like always overworked, busy, but she loves being on. Sure, so, I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah otherwise we'll have you on. Genuine comic book personality, like she's our, yeah, she's our she did a real life link to the business. It's working for DC yeah. Plus. Not only that, she did an alternative cover for one of Amelia Clark's comics. Oh wow! <laughs> yes. So she had contact with her. I I take it. Uh, the, she hasn't told me any hmm. of it. She sort of told me after she did it. I have no idea why. <laughs> she doesn't trust I mean, you to keep your mouth shut, Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blabbing everyone around. I, yeah, the idea, me. the idea that she might on some level have some kind of contact information for her is probably something she wants to keep away from you. But the one she did, no, that's black smart. Camera, like the one black camera that she did, it's calling oh. to be a movie. It really is. I know. I it saw, like I literally... It's like a movie. I would say it'd be like perfect for a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just no, got to know what DC stuff she's doing. I'm dying to know. Oh, oh I know. I can't, deep you know, dark she, right she, now. She'll tell us when NBA she can tell life. us, I guess. 
Yeah. Sure. Now, that's the thing, you know, you don't want anybody to get in trouble for a little show like ours by blurting something out. I mean, it's on, the, <laughs> you know, on the net all over the place. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> hey, man, yeah. it could be breaking news. Get us millions of views on this baby. Yeah, listen, oh, you go yeah. viral no. at the cost of we've your friendship. Had, we've had like people release their videos on this before anybody else. But I'll tell her. Yeah, the I'll Faustian bargain of, of the Internet is you want to burn your friendship. We could become... <laughs> A much bigger show with a bigger audience. Sell the soul. I'd never sell the soul. No, yeah, I would never do that. I know. I got some morals. You know, my pet. Just, I mean, this is like out of the blue, and maybe Mike, if you want to guess, we can all guess like what she's going to do, and then we'll see if we're right. Okay. I don't think it's Batman. I don't think it's Batman. As much as I want it to be. Yeah. I don't think it is. Yeah. You think maybe it's more for their big crossover, like you said, like they have. I think it's artist. a mini series related to the crossover. I think that's my prediction. I just don't know what characters. I don't even know on. what the big DC titles are even right now. It's, it's another crisis. They're calling it Dark Crisis. Oh God, that's the big. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. The, the storyline. Every three years is a crisis. Yeah, the crisis, crisis, too many crises. The crises. Yeah. The whole point. Even... The whole point of Crisis on Infinite Earths was for them to only have to do that once. We mean it this time, <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earth 30. But, you know, to be fair, I mean, comics, in, in this day and age where people seem to really, really want continuity, even if it, even if it, even if it, at the, at the, at the, you know, at the cost of telling good stories, I, I think that people need to get over that. And I you think know? it goes no, like this, Mike, you weren't there for this one, but there was the one story when X-Men came out at uh, Empire. I'm sitting there talking with some of the guys in there, and we're saying stuff like, okay, Wolverine, he should be an inch shorter. Then we all of a sudden look at each other and go, no, they're not real, right? <laughs> yeah. Tony would always say to me, it's just a comic book. Yeah, yeah Tony was always the voice of reason in that store. <laughs> it I, I remember the people who went in that store, but... <laughs> I don't know if it was on this show or when or we were talking about Harry Potter. And I, I, I pissed off some friends of mine on Facebook because they were having an argument over over if you know a Hufflepuff would do something. And it'd say and say, of course none of these people are real. And they got isn't so they like mad at me. Isn't they like okay, these we're all stereotypes? We are what people think nerds are, where we're like thinking, okay, it's like this yeah, is not look, real I, or yeah, I, I, I like to look, think I'm not that the lightsaber should be blue or <laughs> I I yeah, and I will still I'll still I'll I'll be the nerd that I complain about all the time and it drives Why me insane when I will get these things you know, I was oh I was I was I've been watching a show uh on Netflix that's you know a fantasy show and they have elves with horns on their heads and it's a good show and i like it they just the elves have horns on there every time i see it it drives me insane of course elves have horns for some reason i'm like who cares why does that matter they're well, not think, like, real your reviews mike they get because they're you're not honest real. Them, i think they ruffle little feathers sometimes because you just tell like it is which is great that's why you love anyan but i think you ruffle feathers with some of like the uh the community there like people like that, just because you just say it i hate people who are easily offended i, I, I get some people are touchy. That's how you want to be fine. But just don't interact with me because I just can't deal with that. I cannot deal. I've dated girls who are just easily offended by everything. And it never works out because I'm just kind of, I speak my mind and, you know, within reason, I'm not sh- shooting out the horrible things out of my mouth, but I yeah, speak yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, and I do think there's that little vein for this type of thing where there's those people who go into any movie and they're going to hate it just because it's cool. Oh, there, you know, there, are, there are some insipid reviews of the Batman that are, you know, challenging, you know, problematic elements of the story and this and that. And they're all things that are inherent in the Batman story that, yes. like, if that is something that bothers you, these are not the stories for you then. And all we want to do on this show is like have a good <laughs> talk. That... All of us have fun doing the talk. And yeah. hopefully like for an hour or so, somebody can watch it and have fun watching it. Yeah, that, that's all yeah. we want to do. Yeah. Or listen to it, you mean. I don't think anyone's watching. I hope no one's watching it. Oh, no My face is too yeah, big no on the screen. Yeah. Right now. No, we're not like faces <laughs> for like video pretty gotcha. much on this show. Except... No, no, no. <laughs> but that's what I do. For. I do. Just so you know. Just in case, I do have access so far to all the video of this. They are in. I, I have not excised them from my hard well, drive. We do have Mike, but, but I, I, am, like I, I am going to here. probably soon because I'll need to make room in my hard drive, and they're just taking up space. But once the Zoom file gets yeah, sent, yeah. it's all no. I, Mike has nothing to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> Rob and I. We might use hey, you as the face of the Mike show. Mike has nothing to worry about. Matter of fact, I just blank everybody else's face, but Mike, Mike can be the poster boy of our show he's uh well i, I yeah. appreciate that but don't sell yourself short over there <laughs> I mean, we had like people like on the show asking are we on camera and pat goes uh look at the cast probably not <laughs> <laughs> oh man but cool man self-esteem gentlemen yeah yeah it's always a pleasure mike and we could go on seriously what we talk about we could go on till eight but i have stuff to do you have stuff yeah to no do. i gotta yeah fans <laughs> So, I had fun. Thank you for having me on. The other thing I would say, fun. Mike, the last thing is if you've met, there's a book called All the Marvels Out. If you ever have a chance to look at it, a dude read every Marvel comic in existence. That could be interesting. Like, to going read. back to like the old romance every comic, comic days, everything. Every comic from when it's from the onset of Marvel. From when it was 2019. Jesus. So, right. well, you know, which is kind of cool it. about. Cool. It's always a pleasure, Mike. Hopefully, we'll see you in April and Pat and everything. We'll be zooming yeah. away. And we'll you're trying to fight, Mike. Go fight. Put the cowl on and have Alfred it. hold your Gatorade and go fight that crime. I'm ready. We are the Architects of Entropy, a collaborative world building, tabletop role playing, actual play podcast. In other words, my friends and I create exciting, weird worlds and then we play in them. Join us for our introductory story as we play Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew high fantasy world populated with dwarves, elves, fairies, and anthropomorphic weasels. What's going to happen next? Uh, we have no idea. Join us and find out. Architects of Entropy, a podcast.